Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Full Press Colts Podcast with your host, Jay, Jay Steven. Welcome back, Colts fans, to another episode of the Full Press Colts Podcast, part of the Full Press Coverage Podcast Network. I am your host, as my buddy Corey Thompson stated in the intro, Jay Stevens, and I am happy to be back behind the mic today, happy to be providing another podcast episode for you, but that's literally where my excitement stops. Did you watch that game? Colts and Browns, Sunday afternoon. 425 Eastern Standard Time. Did you watch that game? Because some of the emotions and some of the uh, uh, the roller coaster ride that I had during the game, it was probably the same ride or very similar to what you felt or what you experienced during that game because, well, we had chances, the Colts had chances to win, but they did not capitalize on those. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more on this episode. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at J Stevens 07. You can send all the emails to J Stevens pod at gmail.com. You can always listen to the full press Colts podcast on either the full press coverage app or full press coverage.com or your Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your fine podcast on today's episode. We will talk a little bit about Philip Rivers, a lot about Philip Rivers. We'll talk about the defense that put the Colts in great places on the field to be successful and to score more points than we actually did. But first, guys, we have to give credit to where credit is due. No hand clap today. 
I know my name, my main podcast, the Jay Stevens podcast. I am, uh, I am known. Um, quite often, I will give a hand clap for whoever I am talking about when it is due, but not today, not for the Browns. No, no, I, I am not a person. I'm not going to give them credit. I, I, I got to, I got to, guys, guys. As much as I don't want to do this right now, as much as in my mind, they are the Boo Boo Browns. The Cleveland Browns four and one, first time starting with first time starting four and one in a season since 1994. 26 years. You know what happened in 19, 1994? My family moved from Fort Wayne, Indiana to Indianapolis, Indiana when I was six years old, and I am not anywhere close to being six years old right now. Guys, the Browns did something that wasn't expected in the first half going into the game. What we were what I was expecting. Uh, a lot of Dearness Johnson, a lot of Kareem Hunt, a lot of Baker Mayfield dropping back and handing the ball off to one of those two individuals. What we heard from Nick Swanson was you expect to see Kareem Hunt more in the passing game, more Dearness Johnson, more in the rushing game. What we actually saw was in this game, now granted the Browns did not have their 200 yard rushing yards per game average that they normally have, but they did have over 100 rushing yards as an average, I mean, as, as an entire team. The Colts, previously, up to this game, they were only giving up 77 rushing yards in a game. So that's a win for the Browns. Also, Nick Swanson was affecting Dearness Johnson to get more carries. Kareem Hunt had more carries, 20 carries, 72 rushing yards. Dearness Johnson, 8 carries, 32 rushing yards for the game. You know what else was startling? That was surprising. That was amazing. I'll get to Miles Garrett here in a second. Because then I, I tweeted out <laughs> during the game, don't be a turnstile. Speaking of speaking of Miles Garrett, Miles, you'll get maybe a 45 seconds to a 60, 45 seconds to 60 second praise for your play. You, Olivier Vernon, and the rest of the defense, which basically, yeah, you guys did a lot in the first half that had me scratching my head as to why the Colts were looking so bad. Oh, wait, it's because of who they're playing. So in the first half, I am watching the game. I didn't really text many people during the game. I have friends that are Ohio State Buckeyes fans who are also Cleveland Browns fans, and they know going into the game that they're rooting for their team. I'm rooting for mine. And so I said one of the, one of the things to one of my buddies was, you got to make Baker Mayfield beat you. Slow down the run, stop the run, make it one-dimensional, and make Baker Mayfield beat you. What did we see during the game in the first half? Well, I believe there was a time period in the first half that it was, that the ratio, of the, I believe, it was five rushes to 15 passes, and Baker Mayfield, either via rollouts, bootlegs, or even play-action passes, was confusing the Colts' defense to the tune. Now, he's a first-half stats, not game stats. He only threw for 247 uh, passing yards in the game totally, only had nine passing attempts in the entire game. So the entire second half game plan was more traditional Colts defense and how they normally play. First half looked very, very similar to the Jaguars when the Colts defense is on the field for a very, very, very long time. They get winded and well, the quarterback looks the quarterback looks way better than he actually is. In the first half, Baker Mayfield went 19 for 28, 228 passing yards, 8.1 average uh, yards per completion, and then two touchdowns, zero INTs. Also, what we also saw was they put Odell Beckham with some, utilized him via some trickeration, one pass, uh, one completion, 18-yard completion. I believe that was the Jarvis Landry. That could be wrong. Didn't write that down. That one's on me. However, guys, 
in the first half, as I'm watching that game, I'm thinking to myself, Baker should not be able to beat you. You got to stay disciplined. You cannot let the you cannot move back and forth and allow Baker Mayfield to get in places that he is very very comfortable and to carve you surgically maneuver you. Now it wasn't a, it wasn't a Tom Brady esque where Tom Brady could go eighty yards and do all those things or Peyton Manning Peyton Manning back in the day where Peyton Manning could carve you up would sit there audible 5,000 times, yell Omaha once he was in Denver, or do whatever he did when he was in Indianapolis, and move methodically right down the field. It wasn't like that. It wasn't that phenomenal. But for Baker Mayfield, a quarterback that has been scrutinized heavily, who going to the game was only averaging 191 passing yards per game, Baker Mayfield showed that when the offense allows him to do so, when the defense allows him to get into it where he is comfortable, he can be very, very successful. Also, one thing that I noticed that could have been a detriment without having Darius Leonard there on the defense, you notice that pass coverage wasn't really that good at all. There were many, many holes, either when you were in the zone or man-to-man. There were holes there in the defense that normally you have Darius Leonard there in coverage, either on a tight end or occasionally on the LB. Those things are not available. And so you saw Baker Mayfield took advantage of your start uh, linebacker being out of the game. Baker Mayfield also allowed, also found ways to extend plays. And I'm sitting here thinking, you can't allow him to do that. You can't allow him to move and over this way. You also got to give credit to the Browns' offensive line. Because, guys, we talk a lot about how good the Colts' offensive line is. But the Browns' old line in pass, in pass pro in the first half, before the second half where the Colts' defense started, started to dial up different blitzes, the old line of the Browns kept Baker Mayfield and allowed him to do things that he does and that he wants to do, that he feels comfortable doing. Hats off to them. Hats off to Baker. Hats off to Odell. Kareem Hunt for having way more carries than expected. And Miles Garrett, I got to say, man, um, talking about don't be a turnstile, you, Olivier Vernon, and the rest of the defense, there were times when I'm thinking, what are the Colts' offensive line? What is the offensive line doing? We have LaRaven Clark, Clark on the left side of the line going one-on-one against a guy that, well, leads the league in sacks. Y'all just don't care? Y'all not want to help your buddy out? I know Costanzo was out, but even Costanzo couldn't go one-on-one with Miles Garrett. I don't know if anybody could go one-on-one with Miles Garrett. And you allow him to go one-on-one the entire time and not assist him. Now, granted, later in the game, things changed a little bit. You started to move the line and move the pocket and assist in ways like that. But Miles Garrett, you do what you do. LeVarian Clark was put in a very, very, very bad situation. I thought you'd move Braden Smith from the right side to the left. No, let's bring in a guy that hasn't played at all this season to guard one of the best defensive ends in the league. Okay, great. Thanks for a great game plan. Yeah, so did you get in the first half, the Browns' second half? The Browns gave us opportunities to win, but then you also had a couple picks. Uh, one was a pick six that Philip Rivers threw, but you will talk about that in a second. But guys, Browns. For the first time since 1994, the Browns are 4-1. I'll give you credit for the way you played. I'll give you credit for this accomplishment. Surprised me. Surprised a lot of people. But you did it. Congratulations. Don't let it get to your head. It's a long, long season. You are in a very, very, very tough division. Coming up next, we get into Phillip Rivers and some things that he did that nobody liked. I'm Alex Rodriguez. 
And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In the offseason, when the Colts decided to sign Phillip Rivers, I was a little skeptical. However, it kind of made sense in one area. Phillip Rivers is comfortable and he knows the offense. Phillip Rivers knows the kind of offensive line that the Colts have. And Phillip Rivers is a guy that is not here for the long haul. One year, maybe two. And you allow him to kind of be a filler, a guy that's a stopgap, a guy that can come in and truly, truly help you get from the Andrew Luck era to ever the next quarterback will be down the road of the Indianapolis Colts. Through five games, we are finding out, and defenses know, defensive coordinators are, are, are chopping at the bit to have a chance to force the Colts offense to allow Phillip Rivers to be the reason and be the person that leads them to victory. If you stop the run, if your chances of winning go up to go up exponentially because Phillip Rivers is not that guy. No, not at all. Why did he flourish and why did he play so well years ago when it, when he was uh, in San Diego? Almost said LA. Got to go back in time to go back to San Diego. Well, there's a guy by the name of LaDainian Tomlinson. Hall of Famer, a guy that's a phenomenal running back and one of the best running backs I've ever seen in my lifetime. Who else? Darren Sproles. Now, he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not a starting running back caliber, but he is a guy that helps Phillip Rivers and helps quarterbacks like Rivers who are who do have issues and do sometimes get in their own way. People like Darren Sproles can be a quarterback like Phillip Rivers and guys like him, he can be their best friend. Frank Reich made this statement after the game. And before I make my comments about how I view Phillip Rivers during the game, Frank Reich's comments after the game kind of speak volumes about how he views him and its connection to a guy named Adam Vinatieri. We'll get to that in a, in a second. Frank Reich said this about Phillip Rivers' play. Quote, Phillip's playing really good football. That's the least of my worries End quote. Is he watching the same game that I am watching? Is he watching the same guy that I am watching? I understand. We all know Philip Rivers cannot move in the pocket. He's very, very uh, uh, a statue. Uh, if you have to get him to move out of the pocket, <laughs> even from tackle to tackle, <laughs> that guy is not going very far, very fast, and he's probably going to go down very quickly because a defensive lineman or a linebacker or a blitzing safety will come in and tackle him and sack, sack him because that man does not want to move. Philip Rivers way too many times. We saw it in this game, and it's not the first time that season. 
go back to Jacksonville. Won't be the last time that this season we played numerous good defenses where Phillip Rivers will make bad decisions because, simply because, he's trying to sling it in there. He's trying to fit into some, a place where the ball isn't going to go. Now, I get it. I understand it. For some odd reason, and I don't know why, Mo Cox. I didn't see him at all during the game. Now, I don't know what was going on. I went to the inactive list before the game. Mo Alley Cox was nowhere to be found. I I went to I was looking on Twitter and hoping that Stephen Holder or Zach Kiefer or Jim Ayello or somebody that is a beat writer that's covering the game that's actually at the game that may get different news at the game that well I would be able to get from from home. Well, I thought they would send a tweet out that spoke about Mo Alley Cox. Didn't see him and it showed no Mo Alley Cox. We're going to get this Philip Rivers. We're going to get a guy that, well, um, <laughs> uh, continues to throw INTs. Um, those balls in places that they shouldn't be thrown. I think we're down to the red zone again. Uh, third quarter, maybe third or fourth quarter. The quarter escapes me. But third or fourth quarter, we're down to the red zone. It's three defenders right there once again. And Phillip Rivers, oh, wow. I'm going to try to fit it right there into a hole. Wait, the defender was literally in front of me. My, my, you can't see me right now. I wanted to try to describe the thing very well. My microphone is right in front of my mouth, literally. The stand is sitting on my kitchen table. Yeah, I don't have an office. I wish I did. If you want to assist me in that, uh, send some, I sent the, sent the email to you. Send some money my way. But I am uh, at my kitchen, kitchen table. Microphone stands right here, and it's right in front of me. If I move forward as I get louder, you can tell that the microphone is right there in front of me. Well, that's kind of the same way I believe it was pick number two was. Now, the first one, the pick six, both of them were inexcusable. There's no excuse for Philip Rivers to, do, to, throw the, to throw either of those balls in that area. Do what other great quarter – well, no, you're not great. Do what great quarterbacks do, throw the ball away. Second half, we noticed the secondary of the Browns, well, at times, at times, not entirely, but at times – Gave the Colts offense opportunity to move the ball and to score. What happened? Phillip Rivers, at the time of the secondary, the Browns played a little bit better and clamped down just a little bit more than they normally were. Phillip Rivers said, oh, you're right there. You're, I know you're wearing the opposite color jersey, but I want to gift you the ball and doop, right to him. And another time, doop, right to him. Phillip Rivers, we know this. We know it's about him. We know it's about other quarterbacks in the league. When put and pushed up back against the wall, when the team is forced to make the quarterback be the reason they win, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen at all. Now, granted, there were times I am looking to see if we would give the ball more to Jonathan Taylor. We would try to establish some sort of running game. That didn't happen. And we know if that doesn't happen, we're going to see more games like we just saw from Phillip Rivers. Now, granted, you look at you, you look at him, 21 for 43. No, 21 for 33, 243 passing yards. You think, Jay, that's not that bad. That's not that bad at all. For 7.4 yards per completion, zero touchdowns, two INTs, that is bad. That's really bad. A QBR, now grant, a QBR rating, like a QBR on passer rating. QBRs out of 100, it's a stat. ESPN started back in like 06, 07. Passer rating has been around for years and years and years. QBRs out of 100, the 100 scale, 0 to 100. Philip Rivers' QBR in the game was 42. Passer rating, which goes up to 158.3. 
60.6, a below average game. You could even say it was way worse than, than what the uh, the rating and the scoring, the stats say. He did not play well. And we know if you want Phillip Rivers to be that guy, you're not going to win many games. You look at the stat sheet and the box score. I will say this. T.Y. Hilton had the most catches he has had in this in the season at all of among out of any of the five games we played. Six catches, 69 passing yards, 11.5 yards per completion or yards per catch. The one thing I am asking you, and you can send a tweet back to me at jstevens07, email jstevenspod at gmo.com, whichever one you want to go that way because you may want to be long-formed, not send a tweet or not send a message via the direct message. Who is a Colts number one receiver? Is it Molly Cox? Is it T.Y.? Is it Zach Pascal? Help me out. Because without a, without a number one receiver, you're going to have these issues from your quarterback. Maybe, just maybe, the not having a number one receiver is why Rivers is playing the way he is. I don't think so. Some of you might think so. Frank Reich might think so. But guys, we have a lot of problem on our hands. They got a big problem. Not just not having a number one receiver. I don't know who it is. You may. If you know, send it to me. Uh, I'll be watching the next game, see if you're right. I'll watch some film tonight or Monday and see what that says. But also, I don't know who our number one receiver is. And when I don't know, the quarterback doesn't know, the coach doesn't know, and that's not a good formula for success. And we continue to get play like we have gotten from our quarterback so far this year. Coming up next, we'll close out this episode of the Full Press Coast Podcast, talking about the Colts' defense and even though they had the first half that they had, they did have some flashes of greatness in the second half that put the Colts' offense in opportunities and places that they could be successful. However, they weren't. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At the end of the first half, I went back, looked at my notes in the notebook that I utilized to write down notes during the game. And I went back and started formulating to different bullet points that would kind of explain to me my thoughts and what was going on during the first half of the game. Well, those notes, and I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got nine bullet points, but then the ninth one has uh, four bullet points underneath that. Uh, the fourth one has a couple under that. So it's a lot. It's very extensive. I like to keep notes, and I have to to write down things to remember what goes on and the things that I have seen in a game. So the halftime notes go like this, and I'll get down to why this is very, very specific about the defense in this game. The run defense was phenomenal in the first half. Run offense, horrible. We can't sustain drives on offense. Baker Mayfield is doing it all. At the end of the first half, he was leading the team in rushing. I believe he had eight carries at all of total um, in the first in the first half. Uh, Philip Rivers is who he is, and he showed that more. Imagine that. 
in the first half, I wouldn't even, like, really, Rivers hadn't thrown INT as many people that look at the box score. He'd say, oh, two INTs. Yeah, he did that. When was it? Second half. Oh, first half, how did he play? Well, he played the same way. He played just as bad, trying to force the ball places that he shouldn't force it. But then you get Phillip Rivers just being exactly who he is. T.Y. Hilton, I just talked about it in the live segment. segment. T.Y. Hilton is not a number one receiver. Maybe I should do a film session on him coming up as well. I don't know. But, guys, we got to figure this out because it's not very fun to watch a receiver that used to be really good play like T.Y. Also, we drastically drastically missed Julian Blackman when he went out with that groin injury. Now, he came back in the game, and you noticed, once he came back in the game, the defense played way better. Now, granted, first drive of any offense or defense or offense on either side, it is scripted. We noticed, another I know, a note about the offense, the offense scores on the first drive, I believe with the past two games, I forget about the game before that, but the first two drives, I believe every game, honestly, they score on the first two first drive of every game. However, after that, the offense struggles. If you script the plays, yeah, the offense of the Colts is great. They're phenomenal. They'll score on everybody. When you don't script plays, you have to rely on Hot Rod, which I'm so glad we have Hot Rod as a kicker, Rod, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. But you can't always utilize him to score points. But, okay, let me get back to this. We missed Julian Blackman. Taysom Wilson came in, did give up an INT. Uh, play action and rollouts were killing the secondary. Then also the very last one, the defense was on the field for way too long. And this is where the bullet points and the sub points come in. The Browns had four drives in the first half. All nine of them, all nine, were for nine-plus plays. All had at least three first downs. All of them ended in points. Two field goals and two touchdowns. They had a 10-play drive, a 14-play drive, a 9-play drive, a 12-play drive. Oh, my goodness. Time of possession on those drives in the first half. Four minutes minutes and 36 seconds, six minutes and 54 seconds, four minutes and 17 seconds, and then four minutes flat. I didn't add that up. You can do it for me. Those of you that are not driving, that are at home, writing down or at work, listening, listening to this, Go ahead, write that down. Send it in to me. Tally up how much that was. Because, guys, that's atrocious. We have seen this. I forget if it was last game. I, we've seen so much. I've watched so much football. I need to start writing more things down. Too many times the Coles defense is left on the field. Six, seven, eight-play drives, nine-play drives. We saw even a 14-play drive this game, which also was their second drive of the game, which also was for six minutes and 54 seconds, which also was totaled 81 yards. The problem, I believe, with our defense, we've seen it before, and the Browns capitalized on it in the first half, and then in the latter part in the fourth quarter, once they wanted to really sustain and secure the win, they found ways on the ground to break close. Phenomenal blocking. I saw a play late in the fourth quarter, right guard pulled around, Goodness, there was, I believe, a fullback blocking. Right guard pulled around, uh, was a lead blocker on the play, opened the hole for Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, I believe, I believe broke it for 16, 17, or 18 yards on the ground to get a first down, and basically that thing secured that win. One problem our defense has, which is going to be for any defense, not just the Colts, just, just logic, just the human body. If you're on the play, if you're on the, if you're on the field for this, for this many plays, 10, 9, 12, or 14, don't really matter. You can add 5, 6, 7 into there as well. You're going to have problems. The thing that the defense did in the second half, slowed down 
and the length and the uh, amount of plays are on the field. And they created turnovers and they started to confuse Baker Mayfield. And what they also did was they got in his face. In the first half, I tweeted this out as well. Baker Mayfield has all day to throw the ball. Any quarterback is going to have success in the NFL if they have all day. And the receivers are going to continue to find ways, find holes in the defense to get open and to catch the ball. Any quarterback, any offense is going to be successful with that. I talked about it last week during the midweek report. I talked about how Matt Eberflus has to find ways to dial up blitzes at the right time to get pressure on the quarterback in ways that are not just rushing for, blitzing for, all that stuff. The stunts and the moves with the D-line are great, but you have to find ways to get pressure on the quarterback in different ways so he cannot get comfortable. First half, Baker got comfortable in play action, got comfortable in the rollouts, got comfortable finding guys in, in the open holes in the defense. Second half, Baker was not able to do that. Baker couldn't roll it like he once did. Now, Grant, we did blitz a whole lot more. We did blitz and uh, bring linebackers, and, and we had more people in the box, uh, which really, I believe, confused Baker Mayfield because he's like, wait, I had all this room before. Now I don't. It was even a time in the second half. Rewatch, we rushed, the Colts rushed two players, put nine into coverage, didn't stop anything. The Colts' defense has work to do as great as they have played this game is going to be an eye-opener to not just the Bengals' defense. The Bengals got issues. Uh, y'all, I'm, I'm kind of uh, looking ready, looking forward to watching some, team, some tape on this, on this game. Uh, really, truly, I'm looking forward to watching the Bengals and how they play and the issues they have. And even though Joe Burrow leads, uh, I believe, rookies or leads somebody in uh, passing yards, I don't care about that. Um, Baker, uh, Joe Burrow can lead everybody. He can lead everybody in, uh, in passing yards uh, for the season. If he ain't winning the game... I don't care how many passing yards you have. The Colts defense continues, continues, continues to find ways to stop the defense, but they have to find ways to dial up pressure. First half, don't wait to the second half to do this. Do it in the first half. Do it early to not let the quarterback get comfortable. If Baker doesn't get comfortable in the first half, doesn't start doing what he did, I truly believe the outcome of the game would be completely different because the Colts defense They've made plays before, they've made plays this game, and they will continue to make plays down the road to put this team in areas and give them situations to win the game. They did it this game. The Colts were not successful. We even got a kick return for a touchdown. Imagine that. The Colts, of all people, got a kick return for a touchdown, and they still didn't win the game. I don't want to hear anything about 425 kickoffs and how the Colts don't do well during late kicks. I don't care. Don't care at all. We we had the chance to win the game. We got in our own way, and we were were not successful. Guys, this was fun to get this off my chest. I hope you enjoyed it. Come back Wednesday, midweek report. We will do some film session. I got Jonathan Taylor written down on my notes here. Look at the Colts offense. Look and see what they did well, what they did not do well with him, and what they can do to allow him to get better and be more successful. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can send all the emails to jstevenspod at gmail.com. You can always listen to the Full Press Colts podcast on either the Full Press Coverage app or fullpresscoverage.com or Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your fine podcast. This is Jay Stevens signing off. And in the words of Bill Belichick, we're on to Cincinnati. Thank you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.